Sometimes it's very difficult to be a podcaster with children in the home and basset hounds barking every second of the day. Just shut the fuck up, puppy. Just go play, kids, out in the snow. Let your mother and I record a podcast in peace. You're listening to the Horrified Chicken Podcast. Warning, spoilers, and explicit language. Five people inside of me trying to control my body. I know they're there without a doubt because every once in a while they'll all speak out like, what is it? What can it be? Get with it. Get busy. Don't laugh. Hey, hey. we're back with Split from 2016, as we said in the last episode. Hey, hey. <laughs> it's true. We're back with Split from 2016, just like we said on the last episode. Are we the same person? No, we're split from 2016. <laughs> yeah, oh, we watched boy. Split. Now, Split. M. Night Shyamala. Shyamala? Shyamalama ding dong. Isn't it M. Night Shyamalan? Sure. I don't well, know. It's, yeah, it's M. Night Shyamalan. Well, not aren't Shyamala. You, well, I wanted it to rhyme with ding dong. <laughs> it doesn't. No. <laughs> Either way. Uh so we kind of watched this one this week just kind of on a whim, like it, um, after work one night. Well, it's because I wanted to refresh my brain for the new movie Glass coming out. As we heard last episode, your brain, you are full, you are a superior intellect. Yeah, that's right. Don't forget it. And uh, I wanted to just, you know, recap. So I watched Unbreakable and Split. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, I was there for that. Sean was present. He was sort of sleeping in Unbreakable. Well, Unbreakable, because I had started watching Unbreakable once, and then I stopped for whatever reason. And then I think when I came home or whatever, I was work, watching you were it. watching it already. So I missed probably from where I left off. I probably missed a half hour, 20 minutes maybe. Um, that, that movie, when it originally came out, I didn't care for it. And then I rewatched it a few years ago, and I was like, hey, you know what? I really like that movie. And then, uh, then I saw Split, and then I was like, oh, shit. Shit's coming together. Shazam. <laughs> oh, listen to you. <laughs> You're a real hipster. Shazam is all coming together. And so then I wanted to rewatch it again. And you had told me that I would like Split. Yeah. And Sean had never seen Split. I had seen Split upon watching this. This is my fourth watch of it. Oh, really? Yes. I took uh, our oldest and his friend to see it in theaters. And then uh, I watched it with our daughter. And then I just watched it one other time just to watch it. And then I watched it this time to refresh. Hmm. Yeah. And I was there. And I, I did. I, I invited Sean along this time. And it was funny, too, because I was sitting in a chair that was rather uncomfortable. Which is I, a good thing for Sean. I had just watched Unbreakable. And I'm like, all right, I don't want to get on the couch because I'm afraid I'll fall asleep because it was after work. And uh, then I was just like, all right, I got to get on the fucking couch because my neck, was, I had to turn my head. It was awful. Yeah. But I think I stayed awake for Split. I may have started to doze at one point and I was like, oh, because I did like it. It kept my interest. Mm -hmm. And I didn't pay any attention to you. So I don't know what you did. No, I felt you looking at me a few times. 
Really? Yeah. You do that at times, and I can feel it. It's because you're just so handsome. <laughs> oh, is I that just it? have to gaze upon your handsomeness. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, so, take us to the beginning, Sean. Uh, we start off. There's a, what we, appears to be a birthday celebration of some young ladies some at a restaurant. How old some, do you think they were? Um, I was thinking 17? like 16, 17. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Because they weren't driving. Dad was there to pick them up, but they were, it was definitely like, oh, there's my dad type of, right. look a little older. And there is a girl, Casey, at the party who they invited from art class. Was it art class, they said? Because she invited everyone in art class, but she doesn't care for this Casey. Oh, yeah. She's like, Dad, it would be kind of uh, mean if, I'm not mean or something, she said. Right. If I didn't invite her. Yes. And she's off by herself. Waiting for it to be picked up. Yeah. And Dad's like, well, we're not leaving her. Until and they're I like, well, she yells at teachers and gets attention all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he gives her a ride home. They're all in the, all the girls are in the car. Dad's putting the stuff in the back, birthday presents and stuff. And something happens. Someone gets in the car. Dad gets in the car, drive him, except for it's, it's not, not Dad. Dad. You know what I thought was weird? What? Was that. Uh, Cassie was in the passenger, front passenger right. seat while the other two girls, uh, Claire and, and Marsha, was it? Mm-hmm. They were in the back seat. Like, I know they're friendly and comfortable and they're not really friends with her, but... Well, because they wanted to talk and look at pictures and stuff together. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of weird that they'd stick the girl that... The new girl? Yeah, in the front seat with their dad. But, uh, yeah, it's not dad. And the girls are like, um, sir, I think you have the wrong. And and Cassie notices something fishy right. as he gets in. because Beforehand, because he's looking in the mirror. And then she sees, she looks the, in the mirror again when she puts her seatbelt on. And she sees all the food, the, the leftovers. Containers. Yeah, the, she sees dogs laying on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> little little bass hounds. That would be How weird. How come nobody asks for a doggy? Like, remember, like, when we were kids and you'd go out to the restaurant, oh, can I get a doggy bag? Like, no one says that. You just say, can I get a box for that? Because we... Because it's insulting to dogs, Sean. It's insulting to the environment. Actually, it's insulting to humans because basically you're calling us dogs if we eat it. Because it's a doggy bag for the dog. Well, you would think. And and I see your point. It's very, it's a very intellectual thought on that. But I'm looking at it as it's 2019. Yeah. Do we not know that styrofoam is not good? Yeah. Why are we packaging shit in styrofoam yeah, put it instead in a of a fucking bag? bag? Like just like a brown paper can I have bag. A, can I have a doggy styrofoam? Put it in a brown paper, like a full size brown shopping bag. Why don't we next time? That would be funny. They bring out like, you know, a grocery bag for your doggy food. Okay, never mind. It's not that funny, but at the time it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been your other personality that was telling you it was funny. Okay. Um, but we should ask next time for a doggy box. A doggy box. Can I get a doggy box? People probably still say doggy bag. Let's try it next time. No, you do it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> All right, I'll ask. Like I bet you this week we went out to dinner, that lady would have been like, oh, okay. What but lady? At the restaurant we went to eat at this week because we went out to eat at a restaurant oh my fucking goodness are you kidding me what are you talking about three days ago nicole where did we go to cheeburger cheeburger (sighs) that wasn't me there that was oh (laughs) (laughs) you think you're so (laughs) fucking funny don't you i don't remember that that must have been betty (laughs) oh my god 
Uh, was I yelling really loud? (laughs) (laughs) I know that before we recorded, you were were like planning in your head some way you were going to fuck with me. No, actually, I really did forget what we went out to eat. And I was trying to save face by pretending that it was a plan, but I forgot we went out to eat. Oh, God. And moving on. Yeah, three days ago. Well, it was a long time ago. Anyways, our waitress was an old, old, older than us, and she would have known the right. Okay, fuck it, let's just go. The, the girl notices the box on the ground, yeah, behind the car, and she looks over, and it's um a person, mm-hmm. and then the the two girls in the back, Claire and what's her, what's the other girl's name? Marsha. Marsha. That's a weird name for this time, right? Like nobody's named Marsha anymore. I don't, I've never even known a Marsha other than the Brady Bunch. Yeah. That's the same for me. I've known a Claire, but no Marshas. I don't know if I've known a Claire either. I have. So uh, he puts a mask on and he sprays him in the face with knockout spray. Yeah. Is that what it said on the can? Because I was like, what the fuck is that <laughs> it's shit? It's from Acme. You know, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it just says knockout spray. Surprised he didn't have a big rubber mallet. <laughs> Yeah, hit him over the head. Yeah. And Claire's just sort of looking at him. He takes the mask off. And that was like kind of strange. Like she, she's just looking at him and he's like, oh, she's not going to give me trouble. And then she sort of reaches for the handle. And then when she goes to open it, it makes the dinging sound that the door is being opened. Door is ajar. Well, it just goes. Door is ajar. And then he sprays her in the face too. So dad is clearly in the trunk. I just thought about that. Is he in the trunk? He's got to be. Oh, yeah, because he backs out. Yeah, he's got to be in the trunk. Because when she notices the boxes, the trunk's open, and you also kind of hear a... He fit in there with all those the... birthday presents? Yeah, he probably just fucking whopped them one or sprayed him. Sprayed him with knockout dad spray? Doesn't, dad doesn't die. No. no. They, they, I think they find him. It says on the news he was kidnapped or some shit. Right. So, yes. um Next thing you know, they wake and, up. And, and just to clarify... <sighs> So, who has taken them? His name is Dennis. Because that's the personality that's taken him. It's not the real guys. Real guys in Sleepy Land. What is real guy's name? Kevin Wendell Crumb? Kevin Wendell Crumb? Right? (laughs) I think you're right. I I am right. right. I am correct. So, uh, Dennis has taken them. Dennis is like the strongest... Because you all know he's got split personalities. I mean, it's not a secret. It's called split. And uh, he takes him. They wake up in some sort of dungeon. No, it's not a dungeon. It's like a room. It's a room with a bathroom. A very nice bathroom. The room itself is kind of Eh, sellish. Well, it does have like cool um, barn wood like walls. That's very in right now, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. or shiplap, the repurposed look. Yeah, and there, yeah, there's only two beds in there because we find out later he was only expecting to take Claire and Marsha, not Cassie was a bonus. Cassie was a bonus because he had he yeah he had says or one of them say one of his personalities say that he's been watching him for like two weeks or something, right. following him around. Yeah, and that they're like you know privileged or something. Yeah, and yeah. so they're obviously best of chums. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where it, uh, it it just goes right into movie. It's good that way. It is. And then he comes in, and he, uh, I don't remember what personality he, is at that point. He's still Dennis. But he, oh, yeah, and he sits down in a chair, and yeah. he just kind of looks at him, and he goes, I choose you. Yeah. 
and he takes the chair out. Then he Marcia. comes back he in. He chooses Marsha. Right. And, and it, as she's trying to kind of get away a little bit, Cassie's basically tells her, like, you know, piss on yourself. Cause yeah. Because she, she's noticed things. She's, she's noticed, observant. Yeah. And uh, I, so the, I, I think the the thing is that he's very OCD with with cleanseness, right? Yeah. Cleanseness. Whatever. Yeah. And she notices because in the car he picked all the garbage off the dashboard. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's right. With and, cleanliness. Right. Repeat after me, Sean. Cleanliness. Cleanliness? Yes. Very good. Very good. <laughs> cleanliness. <laughs> cleanliness. And, uh, yeah, so they go out, you hear, like, a scuffle thingy, and then he comes back, and he's all grossed out and yelling, and she had peed on herself. Good move, Marsha. Yeah, good job, Marsha. Well, good, mo- good move, Cassie. I don't know if I could do that. I actually thought about that. I was like, could I just piss myself like that? But you figure, you know, you're scared. You're scared. Maybe were, everything loosened up. They were at a luncheon prior. She probably probably had drank a, a lot of, of soda pops. You know, beverages. Knocked out for who knows how long. That's true. She probably had a full bladder. Yeah. So she's just like. Psh. Yeah. Now, uh, Claire throughout the movie is like the fighter. She wants to fight him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Cassie is more of the. Observer. Let's. Wait for opportunity. There'll be a time, right? Let's wait and watch. There's going to be a time, and and like you said, the other one is kind of like, no, I'm the head cheerleader. We will go now. And then Marcia sort of just follows along. She want, yeah, she wants to follow Claire's lead, but she also is like, you know, strength, I'll only strength do it if numbers. you do it right. And so she's begging Cassie, and Cassie's just like, uh, fuck off, bitches. Yeah, I don't like being told what to do. Uh, that's not what it is, but. Claire says to her, why well, do you always do this? Well, and she, throughout this movie, too, she has flashbacks to when she was a kid. <clears throat> Correct. With her dad and her, and her uncle, uncle yeah. and hunting and camping and yeah. shit like that. So you can understand her more. Right. Right. Now, how long did it take you to realize, like, there was more to the story? What do you mean? Like, when she was doing her flashbacks, when did you clue in that the uncle was a creep? Um... Not at first, uh, admittedly. It was probably um, not the scene where you find out he's actually a creep. There's a scene before that, and I kind of looked at you, and I was like, oh, fuck, does he rape her? Like, I, I just, mm-hmm. I, I don't remember what it was, but there was some, I think it was when she was in the tent with her father, and the father was asleep, maybe? Yeah, well, he's passed out drunk. Right, and the uncle's always, always feeding him uh, beers. beers. So you know, imply that he was intentionally trying to get dad to pass out. Right. Right. And let his guard down. So that's kind of when I figured that he was a, ca- a, a scumbag. A scumbag Is molester. that when you figured it out or did you figure oh, it out? Oh, I like, can't right remember. Away? It was a really long time ago. You just watched it the other day. I yeah, mean, but I already knew it. And I don't remember the first time I watched it when I figured it out. Because right. it was years ago. I mean, it came out in 2016 and that's when I saw it, Sean. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, um, where are we? So then, uh, yeah, they're trapped. And then they meet Patricia. Oh, they hear somebody out, out and there. And they see they, lady clothing. Yeah, because they can kind of see through the doorway. Right. And they see the the very uh, nice legs and dress. She has a long skirt on and a sweater and heels. So they see... Um, and they're like, can you help us? Because they hear an argument between Dennis and Patricia. Right. 
And then Patricia comes to the door, and they're like, what the heck? So how come we never see that later on, though? Like, we always see one, uh, one let's just say one person at a time, mm-hmm. right? It's either Dennis or her or, right. or uh, Hedwig, right? Right. But out there, he's like, he must be snapping back and forth between her and, and the other guy. Right. They, I think they just did that. Just to kind of fuck with you, like the first time you watch it, maybe. Well, you see at the end too. He's all the personalities are talking. Well, Hedwig and Patricia and Dennis are talking all at the same time in the mirrors. Remember, like they're back and forth at the end. You do oh, I see that? About that, yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. So um, now they're realizing, wow, something is really weird because it's not the same guy. It's the same guy, but he now he thinks he's a lady. Right. Yeah. And she's very talking to them proper, very calmly. And, you know, I've told Dennis he could not touch you and this and that. You're you're special. You're here for a special reason. Right. Do they get do they hear anything about the beast? At this I don't point? think they find out about the beast till I think Hedwig tells them about the beast. Doesn't That's he? right. The beast yeah. is coming and they have a purpose and he's not allowed to touch them. So uh, do we do we meet Hedwig a little later? Right. It's a little bit later. Uh, I think it's still when the three of them are together, though. Right. Because right, they do we get do. separated yeah. systematically. Yep. But we also meet the doctor, too. Like He goes to an emergency That's right. session with his psychiatrist. I guess she's a psychiatrist. Yeah, because he, he keeps emailing her that, I, you know, I need to see you. Right. It's very important. And, it, and who is emailing her is another personality, Barry, who's used to be in control. But things, the dynamic has shifted. Right. Right. But and he, now the bad personalities are in control instead of the good personalities. Right. But he plays it off to because the doctor's like, well, who am I talking to? Right. And he plays it off as it's, it's Barry. Me, but Barry, she picks yeah. up on on different things like he's doing around the room. She right. knows. Fixing pushes the book back on right. the bookshelf. Right. She shelf. knows that's not Barry's um, personality. personality to do right. that. And she's sort of figured out just from knowing him for so many years that it's Dennis who she's never met before. Yeah. And that comes out later. He still plays off Barry for like three sessions and then the third one. Right. And he finally admits he's Dennis. And she was, dude, she, or dude. <laughs> I'm not she, a dude. Dude, man. She was driving me nuts because like I knew I had seen her from something. Yeah. And I could just not place it. And I fucking hate that because I do it all the time and it's it's annoying to myself. But I like, I'm like, where do I know this? I didn't figure it out until just now. Just now? Oh my gosh. It's amazing. Um, she wasn't Carrie. It's Betty Buckley. She was. She was in Carrie. Who was she in Carrie? She, I, um, I, I didn't look deep into it, but I believe now that I put her face, I think she was, um, maybe was there like a gym teacher or something? Yes, I there think she was a the gym, gym teacher. teacher. Oh, but really? I know her as uh, she was the mother on Eight Is Enough. Okay, I never watched that show. All right. It was a good show. Anyways, I knew that was... You know what? It is enough, Sean. Move on. <laughs> so, that, but uh, yeah, so I liked how she was picking it. But every time he talked with her, I got a little tense. Why? You thought he was going to do something? Yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't trust him. I thought, oh, shit, he's going to... Because uh, it was obviously that he was covering himself up. 
uh, of who he actually was as, as the personality. So I was right. like, man, I'm like, come on, Doc, don't push it. Don't fucking push it. End the mm-hmm. session. But then the next day, she'd get like multiple emails. Right. Talk to so it was like when he, when Edward, is that his name? Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> Edward. He glittered in the light. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bella. Like when he would fall asleep, the other one would come through and, and then be like. Panic, yeah. But they didn't know what each personality was doing. Like, even though Barry would be panicking and he thought he was losing time, he didn't realize that they were planning on the beast appearing. Okay. Yeah. Was it also because Barry knew he didn't have control? Well, there's like those videos later and he says, I feel like I'm losing time. Oh, that's right. The confessionals. Yeah. So they don't, they're not aware of what the other personalities are doing when they have the light, so-called light, quote unquote. Though Dennis and the woman... They are in cahoots together. Right. What they, they call they them, the did, Horde or something? Yes, yes, the Horde, which is the bad personalities. And Hedwig has joined the Horde. He used to be a good personality, and now he feels special. Right. Because, because he's only they, nine. The, because, right, and they can use his innocence to um, connect, I guess. To manipulate him. Right. Into doing what they want. And so they, you know, we're not going to make fun of you. We won't, you know, people won't, they'll respect you and this and that. So he's kind of going with that, that right. route for them. They, he falls for that. Now, what did you think of Hedwig? Um, Summer loves Hedwig. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I honestly, I thought even as a nine-year-old having a, a well, soon to be 11 this week, but I was we like, don't have a nine-year-old that's soon to be 11. Stop. <laughs> I was going to say having a 10-year-old in that but then I was But like, you no. didn't. You said nothing. Okay, that own. part was in my fucking brain. All right? It was with another personality. I was going to say having a 10-year-old, but then I was like, wait, no, he's going to be 11 this week. That's what right. I meant to say. Uh-huh. But I felt as though the character of Hedwig was, was more more like a 6 to 7-year-old the yeah. way he acted. Well, our 9-year-old is... Er, <laughs> you just did it to me. Look I didn't do you shit did. to you. you he raised his eyebrows out like, oh, see? Mm. Our 10-year-old <laughs> is a little mature... He's, he gets silly sometimes, but he's always been on the mature side. All right. Well, I guess I'm just comparing him to Gabe that I was like, eh, he just seemed, Hedwig seemed to be more at the six to seven year old. But think of a more like uh, other, uh, some of our friends' children who act super immature. I would say he's more like that. Okay. That's just, you know, whatever. So but I liked, I, I mean, I liked that what, character coming out. I saw out. you look at me when he's like... He, do you, when he said to Cassie later, do you want to, can I kiss you? And then you looked at me like, what the fuck? I did? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and no. that part was funny. And then he says, now you might be pregnant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, um, not like I, I just, because I thought it was like what a little kid would do, like yeah. ask like that. But yeah, when he kissed her and then said, you might be pregnant, I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. That was fun. Which was nice because this was a tense movie. So it was nice to have those little humor breaks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It broke down that, that kind of uh, intensity with the other characters that they brought that suspense. Right. right. So how do we get the, uh, how does, um, what's her name? The other girl, the, the the tough girl. Claire. Claire. How does she get separated? Because she remember sneaks how that... out. <laughs> well, she... she doesn't sneak out. Oh, she breaks the yes. ceiling and tries to escape. Well, because he, oh, that's right. Because it was at Hedwig. It says something about... Hedwig. Isn't that the owl in Harry Potter? It is. That's why it always throws me off. Yeah. One of the characters say, oh, it's been uh, made secure or something like that. 
Yeah. To where they're like, there's got to be a weak point, and they notice the drywall's new, so they know, okay, we're somewhere that this room isn't been here for so long. So they knock around looking for a hollow sound, and they find it in the ceiling. And she escapes with her high heel, breaking through the ceiling and jumping up, which I never would have been able to pull myself up because I'm a weak, overweight lady who's middle-aged. <sighs> Don't say that. No, you're not. <laughs> So it wouldn't have worked for me, but it works for her because she's young and spry. When I was young and spry, maybe it would have worked. And she feels like she's going to be killed. And she can jump on the bed like a trampoline. Yeah. As the other two are trying to hold the door closed so they can't get in. From Hedwig. But, At first, but then right. he, he swaps into Dennis. Yeah, and then he just he's stronger. He's right. the strongest one. And we learn, too, like the doctor, she's going to do a conference call through Skype because she has this theory that people with these multiple personalities, not only is it a They multi- call it, like, it's not called multiple personalities anymore. It's called something else. How about this? If you don't have something that you know to say, don't, don't. fucking interrupt me. I'm sorry, that was not Sean. <sighs> Go on, Sean. That was Bobby. He came out for a second. Sean. He doesn't like to be interrupted. Sean. I apologize. Just say what you got to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Um, but she has this theory that people- What happened? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I set myself up for that. <laughs> she has a theory that people what with it called, multiple What is it called, though? What does she call it? That not only do they have multiple personalities, but these personalities take on the traits, physical traits. That that uh, so if one is very strong, then that person actually becomes physically strong. If it's if it's a child, then he's weaker. That kind of stuff. Hmm. So when Hedwig's trying to get in, it's really like he is a nine-year-old trying to push is a door. Hedwig an owl? Yes, we just <laughs> talked about this. Oh, I don't remember. It was my other personality that talked about it. <laughs> All right. It was when I was a basset hound. Oh, my God. Does that, if we're actually, we have a contest at the end of the show. We're going to tell you how you could win a, a two-year-old basset hound. <laughs> Who's barking right that now. That loves to bark whenever a microphone's turned on. He barks all the time anyways. He's barking because the children are playing in our snow. Yeah, finally. Out front. So they're out front, so the dogs, or actually, I think the two are wrestling. But this is not getting edited out. I they're think upstairs. the dogs would like to join the children, but it's the front yard, so they can't. I just don't give a fuck anymore. They love It's way too hard. The snow, too. The dogs? What? I don't know what you're talking about. Can we please (laughs) (laughs) not do this? Okay, Bobby. So she's in the the air ducts, right? The girl gets out into the air ducts and... uh, I really couldn't say. I didn't watch that part. So you don't know if she was in the air duct. You were... What, were you sleeping at that point? She was in the air duct. Okay. So I knew that was, I, I was waiting for like a sword or something to come fucking through the, or a gun or something. No, because they have to save her for the beast. Hedwig tells them they're for the beast. They're oh, food. Oh, that's right. Food for the beast. And then the one part, Claire says, what does he have, a dog? He's going to feed us to his, <laughs> yeah. his dog? <laughs> and the whole time you're just like, oh, it's just some fucking whacked out theory. Nothing's ever going to happen with some beast. Right. So uh, her escape plan fails. So they separate her from the other two girls and put her in a like storage closet. Something, yeah. She's it looks like that kind of thing. That's a thing. weird room because it was like shelves with sparse stuff in it, but nothing fun. Like, what was the point of that closet? <laughs> 
um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll try and find another room that's fun. <laughs> but for the time being, if you could just stay in here. Uh, but there was like things to look at. I would have been looking through all that there's, stuff. There's, um, there's some napkins there. Uh, maybe a puzzle, but it doesn't have all the pieces up there. Maybe, right. you know, something. Uh, I'll get some fun. I'm sorry. We'll find you a fun I room. I would want some fun. <laughs> We're holding you against your I will. guess they would have been like storage rooms for like animal stuff, right? Because it's a, it's on this is all underneath a zoo. Right. We find out. Right. We don't, we don't know that watching the movie. Where are they? What city are they in? I don't know. I have no idea. Is it the same city as Unbreakable was in? You know what? I would assume so because we see Bruce Willis at the end of the movie. So I'm gonna say Chicago. Yeah, is that where they were in Unbreakable in I Chicago? Don't know. I thought you were gonna tell me since you knew you where just they were told in Unbreakable. Me Chicago. I have no idea. But we're gonna say it was Chicago. You could probably look it up. I don't quick. want to. I want and to moving on, uh, yeah, because our kids are being brats. Ornery. Bratty brats. Plus, does it really, I mean, would it add anything to the show if yes. I were to tell you what city they were in? Would you be yeah. like, oh my God, that just. It brings it all together. It would bring it all together, huh? Um, okay, anyway, uh, yeah, they're separated. And uh, how does the other girl get separated? Because at a certain point, the lady's going to bring them, let's go get something special to eat. Is she making them mayonnaise sandwiches? Mayonnaise and cheese is a good sandwich. So is mayonnaise or mustard and cheese. No. Mayonnaise sandwich would be gross but good. I think it would taste good because it was salty. Cheese on it would actually make it really good. Yeah, I used to eat those in high school. You ever have, like when you have a sub, right? I've eaten mayonnaise and cheese sandwiches for real. I I. But I didn't. But what but I'm saying is... But I did, is, and I'm telling you, they're good. When I would... I'm, I don't want to hear them. <laughs> they're good. Okay. End of discussion. So anyways, the girls are sitting there, and Marsh... Because the back... Um, Betty... Patricia. Betty, Patricia's back is to them. Yes. And so... She whacks her with a chair. Right. But against Cassie's, like, no, don't. And she's like, fuck it, the door's open, I'm going to yeah. hit. And she hits her with the chair, but... So she gets into her own room, too. Yep. Yeah, she's naughty. And throughout this time, Dennis is slowly removing their clothing. Because it gets dirty. Yeah. It bothers me. Give me that it's dirty. And they say, Hedwig says to Cassie later on, Dennis says you have a lot of shirts on. (laughs) (laughs) More uh, humor to lighten the the mood. The mute. The mood. So, uh, yeah, so now there's all three girls are all separated. Yep. In their own rooms. And, and Cassie's working on Hedwig to help her escape. Right. She wants to see his room. He tells her about it. He's a good dancer. I like dance by the window. And she's yeah. like, window. Yeah. Window. Like, no, wait, you're using, you're just trying to trick me. No, no, no. I want to see you dancing to whatever music it was you said. Yeah. I don't remember who I don't remember said, either. I think it was funny. rap music or something. And so he, she does convince him. He takes her to his room and it's a drawn window. It's not a real window. And he's dancing, and then he's like, you're trying to trick me. And she's like, no, you said you wanted to show me something cool. And so a little banter back and forth, and then he shows her a, a CB. Yeah, or, is it a walkie-talkie? There's a walkie-talkie, and it was funny because he, like, poutingly is like, here. Yeah. And she's like, oh, shit. And, so then, and he doesn't want her to talk on it. Right. He's like, you can just listen, but you can't talk. Right. But she obviously is like, fuck that. And so she start, starts communicating with somebody on the other end, and, and the person is like, joke. thinks it's a joke. But it was funny because he said, "How did you get one of our radios?" Yeah, like why wouldn't he be like a little clued in and mention that? Right. That I mean, it's stupid. And I think it's clearly after hours. 
Right. So why would you not investigate? Right. But I don't... I mean, Come on, investigate. I don't know how... Well, because she tells him the name, too. Yeah. And then her name was on the news. Yeah. yeah. So, come on, M. Knight. Yeah. That was a how little... About, f- how about... I got a little... How about this, M. Knight? Don't worry about putting yourself in a fucking movie. Just don't leave these loopholes. How about that? He's just like Stephen King. A little more Stephen time on the King script than the screen. Stephen King always put himself in his movies, too. <laughs> Fuck that. I would, too. Yeah, me, too. I just have cooler roles. I gotta make them. Well, you just gotta do little roles. You can't be the star of the movie. It would depend on what the movie was. Yeah, Stephen like if, King's were always real goofy, though. But it's like if it was like a like a movie and like uh, there was a bunch of women hanging out for like girls' night out or whatever. Like I'd be like the the, the like at the strip club dancer. I'd be like I'd put myself in that role where they're all like, "Oh my god." Not so, some nerdy computer guy. Yeah. Okay. Can you see Stephen King being the strip club me. guy? I said me. If it was me. Can you see you in a thong <laughs> dancing on a stage? Anyways, <laughs> moving on. You have to ruin my fantasy of being a movie director. Um, You'd be like, Sean, this is... This is... Uh, not appropriate. This is a horror movie. Why are we in a club suddenly and you're in a G-string dance? <laughs> There's just a little flash of it and then that's right. it. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, um... We've got lots of distractions. We started recording in the morning. Yeah. Just because we're both awake and... That kind of stuff, but so are the dogs a lot more, and the, the kids, children. and there's a lot of fucking distractions. Oh, this is so bad. So they're outside playing, and then our dog just came down with a little cardboard box that he found, and he's he going to chew it. on it. Oh, nope, he's decided it's no good. Yeah, he looks tired, which means he's going to bark. Yeah, he's going to bark into his bed soon. Oh, he's moving his bed. Anyways, <laughs> let's get back to this movie. His split personality is going to come out. Yep. Um, where were we? We were, they're all separated. Oh, she's talking to CB. He puts her back in. I don't remember what happens. Yeah. She does find a, like a little nail or what is it that she finds on the ground? I th- it, I th- it was a nail, but I think it was something because like you said, those boards that were in the room boarding mm-hmm. it up must have fallen out. Maybe when he was trying to barge in, it right. knocked something loose. So she finds that all the girls are separated. The doctor has figured out that Dennis has taken the light and she says, you know, we find, she says something that he likes extraordinary or something. And he's like, Oh, and then he's like on board with the doctor, but the doctor's also suspicious. Yes. And she, she comes to visit. Yeah. And he takes her to his apartment. Well, she remember she watches and that's when I think M. Night Shyamalan is in the mm-hmm. movie where she watches like surveillance video. Right. And he's trying to play it that he doesn't care about the trash on the sidewalk mm-hmm. by walking right through it. And she's like, but actually a normal person would have walked around it. He's right. putting on that act. Yeah. And uh, she goes there and she sort of snoops around a little. She puts uh, a handkerchief in the door jam so it can't lock. Mm-hmm. And she says she just used the bathroom and she realizes that there's ladies back there. A lady. She sees a lady. I'm like, come on, man. Really? I know, because she was like too long. How about this? Too emotional. How about you suspect it? How about we call the the fucking police? But instead, old lady is going to go and unlock a But she probably feels like she really understands him and he trusts her. But, I mean, she's dealing with a personality she doesn't really know. Exactly. Yeah. Dummy. Dumb, dumb. (laughs) 
Yeah. So uh, he sprays her with knockout spray from Acme. Yep. And throws her in the room. No, he just into the living room on the couch. He leaves her, and then he goes to get the beast. She tries to convince um, Dennis Dennis that there is no beast. Yeah, and he's like, there is. He's like, listen, I'm telling you. There's a beast. There's a beast. So he goes to be beast mode while the three girls are all trying to escape. And you're flashing back between the two, which was nice. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. And Cassie does get out of her room, and she can't get out of the next room that's locked and she starts watching the videos of his personalities the other two girls are trying to use a hanger to unlock the one so the other one can let her out oh yeah that's right that was kind of cool yeah but i thought yeah impossible ain't gonna happen impossible and uh yeah so then cassie figures out there's keys cassie gets out but it's too late why is it too late because she goes to let Claire out, or no, she goes to let Marsha out, and Marsha's dead. Yes. And so then she goes to let Claire out, and Claire is still alive, but something pulls her back and starts eating her, and it's the beast. Yeah, didn't we see the beast, like, running around the city at yes. this point, too? Yeah, and he got all veiny like and a bigger. And- yeah. And he's sort of like a mix of all these zoo animals, I guess, right? That's what they imply at the end, right? Right. Yeah. So uh, she locks the door and runs and tries to escape. She sees, oh, sometime in between the doctor was killed by the beast. She left it, but she, the she doctor left also left to say a note. his name. What's his name, Sean? I have no idea. Charlie Babbitt. Kevin. Arnold. <laughs> You're making me forget it because Wendell Crumb. Smith. Ken- Kevin <laughs> Wendell Crumb. Um, say his name. So Harry Crumb. She starts saying it, and he turns into Kevin Wendell Crumb. But it only works once. Yeah, and when he turns, you see a flashback that he was severely abused as a child, so that's why he's made all these personalities to protect him. Right, and Dennis feels as though he's the only one that can truly protect him as well. Right. So, um, but he wants her to kill him. He, yeah. He, for that moment, is while he's awake, he tells her about... That there's a gun behind yep. such couch. There's also ammunition uh, in this locker. Shells in my locker. Kill me. Kill me. And then all those personalities start to come out. But first it's the good ones, and then it turns into the bad ones. Right, yeah. Yep. And so then it, she kind of runs off. She gets out because of the handkerchief in the door, runs off, gets the shotgun shells. There's a whole like chase scene, and he's like going on and on as the beast about the... <sighs> You know, basically, the people who've had a good life need to suffer because they've never suffered. They don't know. Yada, right. yada, yada. And, it, and at this point, too, like, we don't, we still don't know that it's at a zoo. Right. But you know it's underneath something because as they're running through what looks to be, like, like not hallways, but, like, you see piping and everything, mm-hmm. and it's all dark. And she kind of corners herself inside of what looks to be, I'm thinking at this point, because I didn't know it was a zoo, like, he a had made some sort cell. of jail cell of, right. some, of sorts. And we also get there. her last flashback around this time, correct? Where you find out that her uncle, well, it's not the last, it's like the last one, but there's one before that where you find out the uncle is molesting her. Yeah. And uh, then you find out the uncle, that the uncle has, um, now has... Guardianship of her because her father died from a heart attack. Or did he? He did. He wouldn't kill his brother. He's not like the serial killer type. He's just a gross, disgusting molester. Molester. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, so we see that, and then she's locked in a cage. She's shooting him, and the bullets aren't going through. He's still coming. But that was what well, that was fucking creepy because he's actually on top of the wall upside down and as he's coming down this like corridor, he's smashing the lights right. out. That right. That was freaky. And he also climbs the walls, so he's like really a beast. Yeah, and they even say that, like the personalities say like he'll he can climb around and this and that. And you know, everyone just thinks like, Yeah, okay. Whatever. You're, you're crazy dude. Right. Yeah, that part was cool when he was running across across the ceiling, smashing out the lights. Like, yes. That's when you're going, oh, man, that would be freaky as shit. Yes. And then he gets to the cage and he starts to bend the bars with yeah. his beast strength. And then he notices that she's got all these, like, cigarette burns and cuts all over her. Right. And, he, and he's like, you're broken. And now he doesn't want to eat her anymore because she's already broken. She already knows. She's already enlightened because he thinks that broken people are enlightened. They should have named this movie Broken. First one's Unbreakable. He couldn't get hurt. Yeah, and then Broken. Broken. And then what would the next one be? Glass. <laughs> I don't know. Shattered Glass. So, um, yeah. So then she gets away. Then we get... He's escaped. She tells... It seems they indicate that she's told the police that um, her uncle's terrible, so she doesn't have to go back with him. That's what we're, we'll find out in the next movie. And he is talking to himself and, well, Patricia and Dennis and Hedwig are all talking about the beast and saying how they're going to show show the world. Was he in like an abandoned house or something? Yeah, and he's pulling the bullets out um, because they didn't go through. They just sort of went in a little. Right. Yeah. And she, uh, yeah. And then we see the news on the television about. In a cool diner. Yeah. It's like one of those. uh, like sub car type of diner, you know what I mean? Like a yes. looks like a trolley car or something that's been turned into a diner. Yep. News and then is on. we see that the um, they're talking about it on the news, and then you see Bruce Willis, the tie-in. Well, because because someone's like, oh, then this happened. That crazy guy who blew up all the what trains was, what, and the airplanes. Yeah, what was his name? And he's like, okay. Mister Glass. Yeah. What did he call himself? Because they're calling. Um, Kevin, Kevin Wendell Crumb, the Beast, right? I don't remember. I think. So, yeah, Mr. Glass. And bum, so bum, there's bum. your tie-in. Tied in together. Yeah, and now we have Glass coming out. I'm anxious to see it. Yeah, so you're going to see that this week Friday. And uh, I'm not able to go, which is kind of a bummer. I would have You liked can to... probably go. I was saying that in case I can't go. I want oh. to be covered. Okay. But I don't know if I'm going. I may. If or we may do not both go. go, we'll we'll cover it on the podcast. If not, I'm just going to keep my thoughts to myself about it. Oh, well, okay then. <laughs> I will. I would like to eventually see it, but right. It it looks like uh, by the previews that it's going to be even more actiony packed and violent. Yeah, it looks good. Looks it does, good. It does it, look good. I definitely uh, like this movie. I think it is a good because. M. Night Shyamala had done, or Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Shyamalan had done a couple stinkers, and I'm glad that he's making a comeback. Yeah, we had seen that one where the trees and stuff like that were kind of... Um, the happening. Yeah. That was like kind of dumb. rebelling for the environment or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really like and that And then one. also the lady in the water wasn't great. It was okay. Did but I then, see that? I don't know. And then before... Uh, this one he also he had the visit which I actually really liked, so that was like his first movie that I had really liked since like, The Sixth Sense and um, 
What were some of his other movies? Uh, oh, The Village. I like The Village. Yeah, and I liked The Sixth Sense. I and then Sense, there yeah. was like The Happy I didn't like that. It was pretty bad. The acting was terrible. But Mark Wahlberg is a terrible actor. Oh, I I think I saw that one. You did. We saw it at the movies with your brother and his That's wife. That's right, yes. down in Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Mark Wahlberg, he is not a convincing actor. He should just stick with just, like, action roles. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I He's remember that about just that. just not. Maybe that's just really him. Like, if you know him, he just acts like that. And then you're like, boy, it's like you're fake all the time. Could be. Well, anyway, so, yeah, I'm glad that this was good. Unbreakable was good. But I think Unbreakable was made right after The Sixth Sense, wasn't it? I don't know. I asked you that because I, it had the, the, feel, the look and feel of a Sixth, the maybe sixth Sense. Maybe not. I bet you it was afterwards, but it definitely had. Well, it was afterwards, but I wasn't. Don't know if it was after. After or whatever, it just had that feel where this movie I had told you definitely felt newer, uh, right? More modern, the way it was shot and and the lighting and everything. Sixth Sense was in nineteen ninety nine. Unbreakable was in two thousand. All right, there we go. Yes. So. All right. Well. Uh, I guess that wraps this up. It'll be you know, it's kind of a good lead into to glass. Yep. If I get to see it, like I said, we'll do it for the show. So if not, maybe you'll give a little. That'll be the uh, thing. If Sean gets to see it with me, then our next episode will be glass. If Sean does not get to go with me, then our next episode is going to be. The house that Jack built. The house that Jack built. With uh, Matt Dillon. Yeah. Because we've been wanting to watch that. It was actually between that. And the Clove Hitch Killer, we were kind of like, which one are we going to watch? And for, I don't know, Clove Hitch Killer just kind of drew me in more. It was right. a little more interested in it. But that one I want to see too as well. So, yeah, be, it's going to be one of those two. So yeah. I guess and it'll when, be a mystery and you will find out on the next episode yeah. of the Horrified Chicken Podcast. So stay tuned. That was beautiful. Do you like that? That was my TV voice. That was. You should have let it into. Leave us a rating and review if you like the show. And uh all that good stuff. You guys know what to do. But uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Personality.